airing every day from noon to three. Mason Ramsey sticks to his roots, okay? He's not the kind of guy. He's not going Taylor Swift on it. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what his new single sounds like. Well, he's like. trying to branch out. Well, that's yeah. fine. He didn't stay to his roots. He branched out immediately. The he's first still, chance he got, he branched out. On 1340 WKGN. Did Blues? you hear how quick that happened, Ben Lee? He stuck to his roots and he branched out in the in the same sentence. You can stick to your roots and still branch out. That's what trees do. I mean, that's what trees do. Hour number two, kicking off here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Hit us with some headlines, Cody Mack. Thank you, John. A lot of news going on today. Let's get to the news. We've got a lot of news. We didn't even get to the biggest news. Which was uh, was what? Well, not. I don't know if it's the biggest news in general, but I meant the biggest news about like quarterbacks. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to it later if you don't get to it. By the way, apparently I was natural in eight pounds and twelve ounces. Nice. Nice. So there goes my whole season. Eight, p- eight pounds, twelve ounces. Yeah. Nice. Mom says I was natural too. So I really thought I was nine pounds three ounces for some reason. Nine pounds three ounces. That's what I'd already thought in my head for some reason. Do you know the time you were born? Uh, no. I know that I was born at twelve thirty-eight p.m. on a Sunday, and I know my dad was busy watching the Bristol race as I was born. <laughs> I think uh, I think Dale might have won that one. I can't remember who won. Uh, I've looked that up before. You ever look up the stuff on the day you were born, like what was going on? Uh, only whenever there's like a prompt to do so. Like yeah. the number one song in the country whenever you were born is your mood, and I look it up. I'm like, oh yeah, that checks out. But, yeah. Yeah. April fourth, ninety ninety three. Rusty Wallace won the race song that day. In Dale was second on this day in nineteen ninety. Let's see what the number one song was. I've looked it up before. Oh, Unchained Melody. Righteous Brothers. Yeah. How does that one go? That's uh, that's like a famous song. Yeah, I know. That's I, that. I can't. I keep thinking Bittersweet Symphony, but I know that's not right. That's the Verve. No, yeah, I know. That was actually written by the Stones, you know. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Mick and Keith wrote that song. Yeah. Actually, they just screwed that guy out of a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Richard Ashcroft. Well, this says... It was a whole thing with Alan Klein and Abco. And, that Google says wrong. This says it was Escapade by Janet Jackson. <clears throat> I was born to have a lot of sex. Do you know that song? Escapade? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the one that's like, uh, 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 I think that's how it goes. Sounds like sex. Yeah. Well, I think Janet did a lot of songs about sex. Mine was Informer by Snow Snow. The hell is that? Do y'all know that one? No. Kim, do you know that? Nope. It's irrelevant. Well, then this one says it was Whitney Houston. Just kidding. I Will Always Love You. Okay, we need a... Let's save our freak, troubles for another Freak Me day. by Silk. Ooh, Freak Me, mm. baby. The Heart Don't Lie by Reba. I don't know. Oh, How do you, you get a I bunch of different results? Yeah, what do you, yeah, you, you get the billboard? I just Googled. I just I got, went to birthdayjams.com. I got a list of Billboard Hot 100 number ones of 1990, and it just goes by the week. Oh, yeah. Because the one the, they told me earlier was that whatever I said it was, the Unchained Melody, but that wasn't number one on the, on the Billboard. There's a website just called Birthday Jams. Okay, yeah. well, when I look at that... Mine was Take a Bow by Madonna. In the UK, it was Think Twice by Celine. 
number one R&B song was Candy Rain. Number one country song was You Can't Make a Heart Love Somebody. You really can't. Mm. You can't make a heart love somebody. The Hunt for Red October. Oh, yeah, mine was Informer by Snow. The Hunt for Red October was the number one movie. That's kind of lame. I barely missed out on Pretty Woman. I would have loved Ooh. the Pretty Woman. How do you was, see the number one movie? I just Googled number one movie, and it came up with a Wikipedia, and then you do it week by week is what it. You want to do the news? Well, I'm curious now. I think I think mine was Aladdin. What year were you? 93? 93. No, mine was uh, Cop and a Half. What? What is Cop and a Half? Burt Reynolds. It was a Burt Reynolds, like a Harry movie. Winkler movie, apparently. I guess he's the half of a cop. Yep. Cop oh, and a Half. Man of the House? Well, also see Indecent, Indecent Proposal took it over the week after, so... <clears throat> Interesting. Well, that'd have been a cooler one. Cop and a half, yeah. Speaking of cops, the uh, police in Colorado said Monday they are investigating John Morant's actions from the weekend. Lock him up. Lock him up. Think they will? Nah. I mean, I don't think he's gonna yeah, face. I, I don't think he's gonna go to jail. I don't think he's gonna go to jail. But I'll say that I think it is becoming like you know a coin flip to see whether or not he plays again this year. Well, the Glendale Police Department confirmed that incident uh, that took place at the bar in Glendale, which is Denver. Um, they are looking into whether or not Morant might have broken any gun laws. Apparently it happened at Shotgun Willie's, which bills itself as a gentleman's club. That's a good name for a gentleman's club. Someone I know in, someone I know around Denver said that's not even like the nice one. That's just like a regular middle-of-the-road strip club. And why didn't he go to like a really good strip club if he was going to be there? I'll never get over him bringing this on himself. Like, I maybe would have had a little sympathy for him, say, like, if he's at the strip club with his shirt off for some reason. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand why his shirt was off. <laughs> but, like, if he just had his gun with him and someone took a video of him and then he got in trouble, I'd have a little bit of sympathy for a him. A little if, bit. If someone in the crowd just, like, snitched on him, basically, I'd have a little bit of sympathy. But not him going live on Instagram and doing this to yeah. himself. It just seems so damn... Reckless. Yeah. I don't say shirt dumb. was off because he's performing. Yeah, maybe he was dancing. I don't want to say dumb because I don't think it's dumb. I think it's just reckless and like you don't care. I think he knew better. I just don't think he cared. Yeah, if I, I'll get away with this. Like nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna say anything to me. Oof. I mean, well, he had been, he had been. Do you think he knew the the fifty game suspension thing about the? Uh... No. Yeah, I didn't think so either. And I don't know if he's the only player that is driving around or flying around and traveling with a gun. Yeah. But he's the only one dumb enough to put it on camera. Yeah. Like, I don't know if these players are carrying up, like, legally for protection. I wouldn't think so if they're traveling with the team, but I don't know. He's the only one dumb enough to put it on film, though, on a road trip. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Reckless, 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 I should say. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Got a little bit of a headline for you? Okay. Uh, April 15th, 2.30 p.m., the 2023 Orange and White game. It's been announced. Time is set. The date was already set. What today? April? April 15th. Cody, how do you feel about the They're just announcing that? Well, they already announced the day. I think now they're announcing the time. But I was going to say, how do you feel about... $5 admission. 
Oh, Danny's milking people for admission now. Five dollar admission proceeds from all admissions are a contribution to the My All campaign. Sure, sure. Well, you know, the My All campaign is not nil related, right? That that seems like it would be illegal. The My All campaign is what Danny is raising money for, right? Like for the, I mean, just like raising money for the university. I don't know. Like whenever he gets like donations, that's always like the my all campaign, right? He'll tweet out graphic. So and so just gave ten thousand dollars. Thanks for giving my all. Blah blah blah. I mean, five dollars is five dollars. You know, if you're gonna go to the orange and white game, might as well spend five dollars. I guess. I mean, I don't think it's gonna hurt anybody who's planning to go to the orange and white game. I don't think that's exactly true. I think some people like taking their kids and friends, and mm-hmm. there's probably some band that always takes like their kid, friend, their kid, and like three friends or something like that and it's not maybe hurting but 25 30 dollars for some families well, is a is a yeah if you're taking that many people yeah, yeah. i mean it, 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 you know it's not it's not nothing right it adds up so yeah i don't i don't know why i think of everything see i don't think of things that way like with kids involved i think of everything alone like how much is it going to cost me <laughs> five dollars yeah yeah you like know. but i think but people do have families yeah and i mean you know i Apparently. With as expensive as everything is, I mean, getting an experience for $5, I guess, if you're Danny White, you could make the case that that's not that much. But, again, if you're taking family of five or six people, your $30 plus concessions, now you're looking at $80. So, I mean, it just it does kind of add up for a, a scrimmage. Well, in other news, the FBI... Get out of here, fans! is investigating a suspicious death of a woman on board the Carnival Sunshine cruise ship. Medical staff and crew members attempted life-saving measures after learning the woman was unresponsive, uh, but she ended up being pronounced dead on the ship. I was on this ship. Same time? Yeah. I was on this ship before, just months ago. Could have been you. Could have been me. She was sailing on February 27th to Nassau, Bahamas. And um, I guess they're looking into how she died. Yeah, they're, 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 the Bahamian authorities are investigating the circumstances and doing an autopsy. We're fully, well, why is the FBI involved? When the ship returned to Charleston, an FBI team processed the room for evidence, and it was an isolated incident. There was not a threat to any other passengers, but it is a suspicious death, I guess. Interesting. When there's a suspicious death of a U.S. national on the high sea, the FBI is involved. Did you know that? I did not. Certain crimes on the high seas. I thought that would be like international water and like out of the FBI's jurisdiction. But I guess if it sells out of the U.S. I guess it's the FBI. Have you ever been involved in a crime on the high seas? I got pretty drunk one time and I just fell over the board. Over the overboard. (laughs) Well, as long as you commit your crimes on the low seas, I guess you're good. Pretty wild, though. Wonder how she died. I suspect foul play. Seems like they do, too. Uh, A couple of studies have found some things. One says that a low-carb, high-fat, keto-like diet may be linked to higher levels of bad cholesterol and double the risk of cardiovascular events, such as blocked arteries, heart attacks, and strokes, says new research. 
Well, looks like I'm going back to cakes. Hmm. There's so many damn diets. I don't know what's actually good and what's bad. I don't either. I don't either. I don't know who to believe or what to believe. Like the the problem with today. Just enjoy today, your life. Yeah. yeah. There's all there'll be those stories once a year where ninety something year old woman says the key to her life was three Dr Peppers a day and a little Debbie cake. Yeah. the The problem with today's world is that everybody has all the information, so there's science behind everything. Like if you just want to eat ribeye every day, you can find science that says that's yeah yeah you're good. Or if you cigarettes keep if you're a vegan, you think that's better. Like I think you got to just I don't I don't know I don't I think maybe moderation. Maybe like Cam just, said just choose joy and live your life. Maybe that's key is just be moderate in whatever you do. I think it's I think really it's just eating real foods. Like you can eat steak and vegetables because those are real foods. I think that's the important thing is not eating like a bunch of deep fried garbage. You know, I mean, a carrot's never killed anybody. I don't as know. far as I know. You can you can kind of like shave them and get them pretty sharp. Yeah, you could. You could use a carrot as a prison shank, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Somebody probably choked on one one time. Probably. And also, another study finds that stress may lead to lower cognitive function. That checks out. Also, Cam Miles says happy birthday to you. Thanks, Miles. He was going to add you to the text, but did not have your number. Well, I appreciate him. Everybody's now. Everybody, they're all coming in now. Taryn oh. says happy birthday, Cam. Seth says happy birthday to you. My birthday's not even today, guys. <laughs> yeah, but it's. <laughs> It's if you're going to text it, you can just text it tomorrow. <laughs> well, we won't be on the air tomorrow. Though. Yeah, but they can still text me tomorrow. And I don't expect text from anybody because I don't send text to everybody. So I don't. I don't need. I don't need. Jordan this. says happy birthday to everyone. I don't need all this so. attention. It's not even my birthday. It's it's good to when it's your birthday. You like to be told happy, or I do. I like people to tell me happy birthday on my birthday. Right you on know. your birthday when it's your birthday. Well, today's day, today's day about before Cam. Is fine. Today's about Cam. Day before is fine. Today's well, about Cam. Well, they said happy birthday to Cam too. Seth yeah. didn't, but Cam doesn't know Seth. Yeah, sir. Seth was just saying it to you, so. Thank you. Again, it's tomorrow, and today's about Cam, you Cam. doing anything special today? Um, going to play some top golf. Oh god, oh, that sounds fun. Cam's gonna fall off the second floor. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, stick with us. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. Decoration day Live mind stone on his grave Segment's brought to you by Big Orange Phillies Located at 6625 Maynardville Pike at Halls It's a great spot for a quick lunch or burgers and beers with friends after work Pool, darts, karaoke, live music on the weekends BigOrangePhillies.com if you want to check out the full menu Delivery is available via Grubhub You okay? Bump your elbow, bump your knee. Bump my knee. You okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm just thinking about my lighter. I've had an open scab on my knee for about a month now. I can burn I it two. off with my lighter. I had two. My left one finally healed up for the most part. I think it's all the way healed. My right one was like 90% healed, but still had a scab. And uh, over the weekend I was watching, I think on Friday, 
I was watching the uh, Lakers and Minnesota Timberwolves, and I had a uh, same-game parlay that was going to be a nice hit. And all I needed was one Dennis Schroeder three. One. And I also had some money on the Lakers plus three and a half. And they're down six with about 50 seconds left because Mike Conley had just hit a three to go up six mm-hmm. to really screw me. With about 50 seconds left, they come out of timeout. Little Anthony Davis screen. Schroeder's right behind him, top of the key for three. Would have covered the three-and-a-half-point spread. Would have hit the same-game parlay, and he missed it. And I legitimately dropped down to my knees like in the movies you see. Like, no! I legitimately hit my knees. Please don't leave me! I legitimately dropped to my knees and let out a, no! And then my knees started bleeding, and it reopened the scab. So now now my, uh, my wound is freshly opened because of Dennis Schroeder. Nothing worse than being angered and getting hurt at the same time. However, the Germans do it again. However, because the sports <laughs> gods are just and fair, last night I had a same game parlay that needed uh, DeAndre Hunter Cam to score 14 points. He had 11, and then at the three minute mark, Cody he missed a wide open three. At the one and a half, as more the two minute mark, it was back to back possessions. At the 220 mark, he missed a wide open three. He stuck mm-hmm. at 11. Mm-hmm. Then there's four seconds left. The Hawks call timeout down five, and they threw it into the post out of bounds. DeAndre Hunter's throwing the ball, and I'm like, oh, May's not getting the ball back. Threw it into the post. John Collins uncovered. Kicks it back out to DeAndre Hunter for three. It was nice. With a two seconds left to score 14 points. Buried That the was nice because that play had no effect had on the nothing game. at all. <laughs> and even, and even uh, the, the Hawks ended up covering the two and a half on a meaningless no. uh, three-pointer that they threw full court with a second left if you needed that. But the DeAndre Hunter three, with, yeah, down five with three seconds left was uh, was karma coming back around for the Dennis Schroeder miss three. So uh, then I feel even more foolish for having this cut on my knee. <laughs> you see Grant Williams last night? Is that, everybody thought that's who LeBron was talking about. <laughs> Grant Williams is in the uh, the crosshairs. Grant, Grant Williams. I think if you polled fans on most dislike NBA players, Grant would get some votes. Well, there was something uh, recently about him being disliked. Or People find him annoying, like. the fans. But last night, yeah, he was in the crosshairs because the Celtics played in Cleveland. It's a tie game. Grant Williams gets fouled with .9 seconds left. He's going to the line to shoot two free throws. Donovan Mitchell pulls the mind tricks, the mind games, move on him, walks up and starts talking trash to him. And Grant Williams is caught, as the kids say, in, in 4K, telling, the, telling Donovan Mitchell, I'm going to make both of them. I bet you I make both of them. Uh-oh. And then he misses both of he them. He missed them both. He missed them both. Oh, no. The game goes into overtime and Cleveland wins. And around that same time, LeBron James – tweeted out how Bronny is better than a lot of the players that are currently in the NBA right now. And then everyone's like, you're talking about Grant Williams, aren't you? Talking about Grant. Huh? So Grant was in the yeah. crosshairs last night. Yeah, I could You know, I could see where people would find Grant Williams to be kind of annoying. I kind of always uh, got that vibe with him, too. I, but, but you know, he played for us and I, was a two-time player of the year. So. I, I find Grant annoying in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I, I hate the Celtics. They're one of my most disliked professional teams. So, like... I do think that has a little bit to do with it. But he's also got the problem of he is a role player that talks like a star. Yeah. And does things like this. Like, his lane needs to be I'm a gritty role player that Shut can hit up some threes and dribble. I mean, there is a little bit to that. I'm not saying that for social justice issues or whatever. As Laura Ingram once said, 
But like he, he acts. If you watch the Celtics, he acts like he's LeBron James. Like he he argues with the officials more than anybody. He is always constantly yelling with the officials, and like role players aren't supposed to do that. But yeah, last night, man, Bronny definitely better than some of these cats I've been watching on League Pass today. Bleep, lightweight, hilarious, crying emoji, crying emoji, crying emoji, crying emoji to the at, side at Grant Williams. And then all the replies are, "You're talking about Grant Williams, right?" LeBron, I assume, did not reply. He did not. He did not say, yes, I am talking about Grant Williams. But it is funny that now they're calling LeBron LeVar. LeVar. <laughs> He's following LeVar Ball's path now <laughs> of trying to get Bronny drafted. He's trying to get Bronny in the league. Yeah. Got to hype him up. He's, he's, he's on the LeVar Ball plan. Well, it worked well for LeVar. Yeah. I mean, he got Buffalo's guys' top five picks. Got and two even of got LeAngelo like, with some G League minutes, although – it's not going well for either of the Ball brothers now as Lonzo's been out for a year and they still don't know what's wrong with him. And uh, LaMelo just broke his ankle. So it's not going well right now. But but those two are both solid NBA players, right? Yeah, yeah. They're both really then, good. I'd say they're both good NBA players. So LeAngelo is... Nah, he's, he's not any good. He, was, was he the youngest? Good. No, he's the he's the oldest, ain't he? He's the oldest or the middle. I think he's the middle. Lonzo was the oldest. Yeah, he's the middle. He's the middle. That would suck to have two brothers that are NBA stars and you're just like, eh. I mean, it's, it's like Arch Manning, I guess. Or Cooper. Like Cooper, Cooper, yeah. Cooper, excuse me. Well, he got hurt. At least he can always say he got hurt. Yeah. Like, he didn't just – they thought he was going to be good, you know. That's what everybody says, but I think they're lying about that. Maybe. I don't know, but he, he can at least he use played that. Wide, he played wide receiver at Ole Miss. How good was he actually going to be? I mean – True. He could use that as – he can. he'll always have his excuse. Sure. So, I got hurt. Also, a terrible decision by him to play wide receiver. Yeah, should have been a quarterback. <laughs> the whole family's quarterbacks are like, I'm going to be wide receiver. That it seems is weird. weird. I don't know why he was. That's receiver. why I don't buy the whole he was really good thing. I don't I don't know if I buy that. Yeah. I know it's easy to say now, but. Yeah, and they probably feel like they have some sort of duty to prop him up. Sure. His brothers being as successful as they were. Yeah. Like, oh, actually, Cooper was. Well, they always, you best, should have seen Cooper. He was the best athlete. He was way faster than we were. Yeah, yeah not like NFL faster than nothing, but. I feel like they prop him up as, like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, they were after. Uh, what happened to him? It was something with his something spine. spine yeah. yeah. I don't know if he actually got her. They just discovered. They discovered he had like a something with his spine, like he could be paralyzed if he got hit or something, so he quit. I don't know exactly what the story is there. But yeah, Grant. Grant was in the crosshairs last night. I do I did find Grant annoying. I think I can say that now that it's been, you know, so many years. I don't think you can say it when it comes to his time at the at, with the Vols. Well I think other I can fan, say about his NBA career, but not his college career. Other fan bases, though, said that at the time. Oh, yeah, sure. They, they found him annoying. Yeah, like, but you're a Tennessee guy. Yeah, yeah. So I enjoyed watching him succeed. But you, I, I think you got to admit, though, if he didn't play for us, like if he was doing that on another team, uh-huh. he would have been annoying is what I mean. Like the flopping and all that stuff back then, it would have been annoying. Like if he played for – Arkansas or Kentucky or we talked about the biggest NFL quarterback news and didn't mention it, but we'll get into that after the break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Before we talk about some NFL quarterback news. 
I guess now this is kind of NFL quarterback news, but Hinton Hooker received some glowing reviews from the combine, according to Bruce Feldman. Feldman writes that even though Hinton Hooker couldn't work out at the combine, he still really impressed NFL coaches in Indy. Quote, Hinton was great. He was so mature. He remembered both offenses from Tennessee and Virginia Tech with so much detail. Glowing reviews. That's good. Hinton was great. He is trending to overtake Will Levis in my rankings. Will is more talented as far as arm strength and size, but I think Hinton might run faster. He's more nimble and has more throws in his arm. He was so mature. He remembered both offenses from Tennessee and Vitek in such detail. He talked about the route depths and the reasonings behind certain things. He was very even keel. I would be shocked if he doesn't make it in some capacity, told, uh, uh, as some coach told Bruce Feldman. What if Hendon were to go first? I don't think Hendon's going first. <laughs> I mean, of the quarterbacks. Like, what if well, I he, don't uh, think he's going Will first a quarterback go first? Yeah. Somebody I mean, said Anthony Richardson might go first. Well, yeah, I mean, like, he's trending. He's trending to uh, – he's rising up the – the odds he is rising up the mock drafts. I still don't know if he'll go first. What if he went number one? Anthony Richardson or no, Hendon Hooker? Hendon Hooker. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But well, what if? It'd be cool. Is what it impossible? Say? Yes. It's impossible? At this point, coming off of a torn yes. ACL with all these other quarterbacks, yes. I would say, I mean, obviously all it takes is one person to be like, say the words Hendon Hooker. So I Hendon guess it's not Hooker. impossible, but like <laughs> – Roger Goodell just makes a decision. You know what? Yeah, Hendon Hooker. That's the guy. This guy wrote a God's book of, for children. We're we're making him the number one pick. He's the new face of the Indianapolis Colts. Go ahead. Like, sure, it is possible, but it's not going to happen. So it's not worth really talking about. But saying that he could be ahead of Will Levis, that means that he has a chance of being in the first round. If people believe that. Mm-hmm. And even saying these things about him and him impressing coaches means then he'll probably have a chance of being at least a second-round pick. But, yeah, number one overall is completely off the table, and I would say first-round pick is unlikely as well. But it it sounds good for his chances and that people think that he is worthy of a pick. Is C.J. Stroud going to be first? That's The mock draft I read today had C.J. Stroud first. Hmm. But I also read one with Bryce Young first, and I read one where they're talking about uh, Anthony Richardson you know, rising up the board. So I do think there might be some talk, at least of those three, in the number one spot. Like, I think you could rule out Will Levis being number one. I haven't seen yeah. really much smoke with that anymore. That's good. Don't need Kentucky having a number one overall draft pick. Yeah, I don't really want Florida to have one either. No, you can sell that, you know. I don't know if something about Billy can, but... Yeah, I mean, I feel like he was holding Anthony Richardson back, but... Like, I, yeah, I would ask the question of, like, well, so you had Anthony Richardson, your offense still looked like that? Like that, that would be my question if I was that, negatively recruiting against Florida. Right. Whereas Hidden Hooker, yeah, like, he was a nobody until he got to Tennessee, and then now look at him. He is second-round pick. Like, that's almost more sellable if I'm Tennessee than it would be for Florida. Like, yeah, we went, like, what, 6-6 six and six with him? But, I mean. How would you sell against Tennessee? If you were a recruiter for Florida, if I'm recruiting how for would Florida, you, how would you negative sell? How would you? What would you say about us that's negative? I'd show him a picture of you and me. 
these guys these guys are going to be in the town that you were in. Yeah. Look at them, those slobs. They got, a cake. They got a cake in between them. Yeah. Rob, 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 rob. I mean, I would talk, I would really hammer home. See, it'd be hard to recruit if I'm recruiting an offensive player. If I'm recruiting a defensive player, I feel like it'd be pretty easy. Like, you're always going to be on the field. Like, that's what I would say. Tennessee's offense goes way too What, fast. you want to participate in that easy one-read offense? Come here and learn a complicated playbook. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it, it, you joke. But there will be some talk about that. You know, that that's the... They'll talk about it for, like, as far as, like, translating to the pros. Well, yeah, they talked 100%. about that with Hyatt. For sure. Like, Hyatt's facing it now. Hinton Hooker was asked about it. So I do think, like, where Hinton Hooker gets drafted will matter for Tennessee. It's I wouldn't say that it's a, a huge detriment if he doesn't go in the, you know, first or second round just because of his age and his injury. But if he is able to become a second-round pick... That'd be a big get for Tennessee. What? You want to run down the field and catch touchdown passes? What? Do you want to have five touchdown catches against Alabama? Come to Kentucky instead. Be the- hard if you're Kentucky or Florida right now. South Carolina, they, they, they could talk a little, but... Yeah, to say that you... I mean, they didn't really stop our offense, but they, you know, they can talk a little trash. I mean, Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman were both ranked in the top four of uh, combine performances for receivers. So, like, you know, there's a chance that both those guys go in the first two rounds. Like, that, that's a big get for Tennessee. And if you're Josh Heupel, you can sell both history and current stuff, and that's important. You could say, like, yeah, look at all, look at Peyton Manning, look at, you know, guys in the past, Eric Berry, Al Wilson, those guys, but also look what I just did. Do you think. Where'd Felix Jones get drafted last year, Cam? Second round. So, like, I've had three receivers get drafted in the first two rounds, and neither guy was really thought of being that guy before I got here. Yeah. I mean, I know Hyatt had a good freshman year, and I think we could have seen this scenario where he became a first or second round pick because of his speed, but obviously we didn't see him becoming a Bolitnikoff winner. So, like, if you're hype, you can say, look, come play wide receiver for me, bro, and you will be highlighted against SEC secondaries. We will scheme you up where you're running past SEC secondaries, and we will always have good quarterback play here. Yeah, if you're a five-star, like, you could something like, look what I've been doing with three stars and, and stuff like that. Imagine what I can do with you. Yeah, I mean, so any, any fast four-star could come here and say, man, look at the numbers I could put up. Any transfer – should look and say, wow, I could get to the next level at Tennessee. It really seems to be the best thing you can sell. Because I don't think these kids care that much about the fact that we won a national title in 1998. I, I don't think most kids today look and and they're like, oh, Eric Berry played there. Right. I don't think they really care about that. I think that. you might get a little bit for Peyton Manning still, where people are like the GOAT or like, you, hey, I you know. Well, like, you t- Tennessee kids, I think if they're Tennessee kids, now, it I think might any, mean more to them. I think any offensive player, especially quarterback, could still look at that and be like, that's really cool, Peyton Manning. Because like, he, still, he still transcends the sport. And like, yeah, they don't remember his college career. And at this point, who knows how much of their NFL career they'll even, he'll even, they'll even remember. But his name still carries he's weight. Still on TV and he's, yeah, his, he's his big name, time. Yeah, his name still carries weight. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that being able to sell that you can put up big numbers, though, might be the best selling point. Well, Nick Saban's bitching on Sports Illustrated right now about recruiting. He's yeah. mad. 
He he. I hope I hope he's done. I hope I hope he ends up being the old man left behind, and it just slowly starts to slip. When a team can snap the ball within seven seconds of the play clock, I right, is that really good for player safety? Mm-hmm. I'm just asking the questions. Mm. He asks, mm. saying that like, hey, I'm against some of the rule changes, and if the NCAA wants to protect safety, of course he goes to <clears throat> snapping the play clock within seven seconds, which, of course, Tennessee thrives in that. Beat him Gave him that. a lot of trouble. So now he is pushing against that, which, is he wrong that more plays is bad for the sport? Is he wrong that it makes it more dangerous when you're playing 100 snaps versus 70 snaps? I don't think he's wrong, but like he didn't complain about whenever his offense went up-tempo and they were winning national championships. I was going to say he did that too, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, especially like when Kiffin was there. He wants uh, – a rule change he's pushing for is – to allow the defense to sub after first downs. So basically treat it as if the offense is substituted after first downs. Give the defense time to get out there. But I, I talk about Nick Saban because I was reading about his his interview here. But you talked about you know where players are going recruiting. Nick Saban also complaining about the NIL scene and says the issue with these is the pay-for-play type of environment. He says... People don't want to go anymore, anywhere anymore where they're most set up for their future. So, like, he's been selling for a decade. Hey, you come here, we'll make you millionaires in the NFL. Now, well, Camaro, dealership, all that, jokes aside, whatever. But, like, his, his main sales was come here, you'll get drafted, you'll be a millionaire. Now he's saying these schools can now say come here, you'll be a millionaire now. Well, he's probably got a point there. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's not like he was selling money to kids anyways, but he was selling them through the NFL, which – it's fair, but I mean, it's, is it that different than saying, "Hey, come here, get paid now"? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's wrong, though. I don't think he's wrong with, either with what he's saying because I do think there's certain programs that set you up better for the NFL. Like Alabama has definitely shown that they're the 100%. standard with that, and and whereas you know Alabama might not need a kid as bad as say whoever uh, Syracuse or what. It's not going to be Syracuse, but. Let's just say Texas Tech, and Texas Tech will pay this certain kid, you know, a million dollars or whatever. And Alabama's not willing to pay him a million dollars because they want somebody better or whatever. And then maybe, maybe he doesn't develop in college like he would have at Alabama. So, like, if you're talking about Tennessee recruiting and the combine boom and the the NFL draft boom that we're hoping, like. If you're Tennessee, you do seem like you're in position, which Nick Saban was also complaining about when he talks about having to play Tennessee, where you have the big collective that is apparently like one of the leaders in getting players in IL money. You have the offense, you have the tradition. Like Tennessee's in a pretty good spot with all of this, and like now you're starting to get some proof. Like I said, if if Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman go where they're supposed to go, which is first or second round, that would be three, three receivers in two years. It's pretty cool just to be respected again as like feared a little bit even. Yeah. It's it's having a good football program for the team you care about is is really fun. It's a lot cooler than It's really fun because the fall is just so much more fun than anything to me. College football Saturdays, it's the best. I still like NFL Sundays more, but NFL, well, yeah. fun NFL yeah, fun but the, college football Saturdays your team is good is really good. Well, like, just, whenever you get a big game, like Tennessee, yeah. Missouri, no, but Tennessee, Alabama, that was an elite day. Tennessee, Florida is an elite day. Like when you have the big matchups. 
Well, I'll just say with NFL Sundays, I just mean football season in general. Like, you get yeah. those back-to-back every week. Yeah. You get your college football Saturday and then your NFL Sunday. I've always leaned to the college football, I guess. But w- when we're good, it means a lot more to me. If we're not good, I would rather watch the NFL. Yeah. But when we're good, it... Oh, when we're good, it raises everything. Everything just seems... Much more important. It's, it's a lot it of it's a lot of fun. I don't mind reading about college football stories anymore because we're in the picture. We're relevant. Drinking beer. God, I love drinking beer. White Claw. White Claw hard seltzer. Yeah, there's a lot of that at my where I places too. But I like drinking beer. White Claw hard you seltzer. With a plane, plane flying over us. So you're watching like Tennessee get elevated. Could be full of narcotics. At all levels. They're elevated on the field and you know what you're seeing now is development. And like that, I kind of go back whenever I'm talking about Anthony Richardson too, which you know, I got lambasted by people for saying that I would be fine with the Titans taking him at eleven. You got what? Lambasted. Hmm. And now after the combine, people are talking about how he might be the number one pick, which I think is a little crazy. A little crazy, but not that crazy, just because people are enamored with potential. Lambasted sounds like a cooking term to me. Basted? Is basting Maybe I'm thinking of like basting a chicken. Yeah, yeah, or a lamb. Or a lamb, yeah, you could baste a lamb. So yeah, it is a cooking term. Yeah. Lamb basting. Yeah. I was lambasted, said the lamb. Lambasted means to criticize someone harshly. Then I was thrown on a grill. You ever eat a lot of lamb? Cody, I've told you about my Garth. My, my I know pet about lamb, Garth. Garth. No, I don't eat lamb. That's big eating dog to me. <laughs> Would it really be the same? <laughs> At a time. At a time. Have you my... really not eaten lamb though? I mean, I'm sure I have before. I don't. I don't. It's pretty good. I don't like it though. And yeah. I, did, I did for a while not want to eat it because I did like my lamb. I like lamb chops. I don't. I wouldn't equate it to a dog, but I want to go to uh, Brazeros. What's stopping you? Nothing. Then go. <laughs> <laughs> it's money. I mean, it's like. 50 bucks to go eat there. Speaking of which, I guess coming by the break, we'll uh, hit this week's edition of This Guy Eats. Stick with us as Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. All right, Cam, fired up. Let's hit some This Guy Eats. It's Tuesday, but it's our Friday, as Cody pointed out uh, at the beginning of the show. So it's time for This Guy Eats. Sandwich. 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 I'm here in the freezing cold getting free chicken sandwiches because the food tastes great. It's chicken. It's fried chicken. I like fried chicken. Burritos. Burritos. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Let me tell you something. If you don't like chicken or watermelon, something's wrong with you, mother. Something wrong with you. Where are all these people that don't like chicken and watermelon? Steak and eggs and eggs and steak. That's what you should have for breakfast. Delicious. Steak and eggs and eggs and steak. Whopper, 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 whopper. Cheeseburger. Banana pancakes. Brown sugar. Strawberries. 
strawberry Watermelon sugar Peaches My vegetables, my vegetables Sweet cherry pie Candy lollipop Lollipop Biscuits and gravy Cornbread and chicken Blueberry We need a shorter version of that because at one point I was like, okay, this has gone on too long. Is it about over? And Cam's like, nope, 22 more seconds. <laughs> I like my intros to be just long enough to make you uncomfortable. This uh, one's a minute 48. All right, we're running out of time. We only got about six minutes. Where did this guy eat this week? Uh, well, I guess today we're reviewing uh, Ingle's birthday cake. It was uh, moist. Moist, you can tell it was just made recently. I don't know if it was made today. They claim to have a fresh bakery, but I don't know if it was made today or yesterday. It was already packaged, but I'm going to say it's no older than yesterday fresh. The icing, very, very sweet. Very sweet. Almost the kind of sweet that melts in your mouth. I mean, there's a heavy, heavy amount of sugar in this white cake. There's also a, a thin sheet of icing in the middle of the cake, which I don't deem to be uh, completely necessary but with all the icing on the outside. But overall, it's a solid birthday cake. It, it ranks right up there with a Walmart birthday cake. Might even be a little bit better. I think it's a little bit sweeter. And so between the white cake, the icing, the moisture, and the sweetness, it's, uh, you know, this cake is a solid 6.8, 6.8. Plates out of ten, and I and I'd give it probably a seventy-one out of a hundred. So all in all, a good cake, <clears throat> pretty good cake. Uh, Cam hasn't tried it yet. We'll have to see what Cam thinks. Cam, do you not want the cake either? <laughs> You've been pretty uh, uh, quiet on the cake. So you weren't prepared for this. Did I get a week? cake that no one wanted? I I kind of well kind of screws with my stomach. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I'll take the cake home. <laughs> I'll take it back. I'll see if I can return it. Um, I mean, uh, I appreciate. I feel bad for the lady. Yeah, you, the deal you, of going through the hassle. Yeah, you you keep saying it. you appreciate the appreciate, gesture. I, I know. I do appreciate the gesture. I, I know. I, I get the point. I get the point. Nobody wanted the cake. It's fine. No one wanted the cake, and <clears throat> honestly, I. I didn't want to do this, but since we are doing This Guy Eats, I do feel like it's fair game now in this segment and since you brought it back up. But, like, I feel like if you get someone a gift, especially like one of your good friends that you know pretty well, like, you should kind of be considerate of what they like. And I think you both know that me and Cam don't really like cake. So, I mean, like. You think I knew that you and Cam you a, don't like cake? I think you have a pretty good idea. We've talked plenty of times of not really being cake guys. I would have never guessed that you didn't want cake. I would. I mean, I, 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 I feel I, like I'm firmly on record of being a white. I mean, a, a yellow cake, chocolate icing guy. <laughs> we know you're a white supremacist cake. A, a yellow white icing a yellow, supremacist. A yellow cake only guy. Well, yeah, so they like, didn't have yellow cake. Well, I, I know. Like, I've been on record of like not really liking icing. That thing has seventy percent icing on it. It's mostly well, there's, icing. There's cake in the in the middle though. Yeah, I mean, in the middle. Like after you get through like two inches of icing, well, we can clear out through the your cake. I feel like that's more disrespectful. So again, like well, the the thought of thinking about me enough to get us gifts matters, but at the same time, 
It'd be like me coming in here with, I don't know, what food do you not like? I like everything. Okay, well, um, be coming in here with Taylor, Although, late, with Taylor Swift memorabilia for you, and you're like, oh, I hate Taylor I Swift. I don't dislike her. Well, who do you hate? Um, Name something you don't really care much for. Uh, Chinese people? No, I'm just No, kidding. you love the buffet. Um, the... <laughs> Spinach right now. Spinach. If is I came in here and brought you a bowl of spinach, and I knew you didn't really care for spinach, would you still consider that a good but gift, I, or would I you be like, like "Well, I, like I don't really want to eat this," and well, now I feel obligated to eat it, even though I'm still not going to do it because I don't give in to peer pressure. But I mean, <clears> you know, if you really want to get into it on this guy eats, we can. I didn't really want to get into it. I was just trying to it's have like a nice bu- surprise. It's almost like if I bought you a gift, mm-hmm. a sweater, and I brought bought you a medium. Like, what are you going to do with it? Regift it? I would keep it. I know, but like, it's not really going to be beneficial. I would, I would strive to get into it eventually. It's just motivation. So if if we want to be, fr- I thought, I thought, if I'm allowed to be frank, I about thought you it, were going to eat a piece of cake. I thought you would have eaten one piece. If I'm allowed to be frank, I feel like Cody got us this gift just to feel better about himself. It feels like it was a gift to himself. Mm-hmm. Not that he wanted to eat the cake. I don't think he wanted to eat the cake, but I think he wanted to be like, wow, look at me. I'm such a nice guy getting my friend's cake. I was just trying to do something nice. I was just trying to do something nice, and I thought, you know, I remember you the other day. You were eating that cookie cake, and you were saying things. I remember you cookie saying. Cookie cake would have been a decent. Just a, a box of cookies Well, I, I was trying to consider Cam, too. It is his birthday. And I thought, does Cam like cookie cake, or would he prefer regular cake? And I I guess I should have got the cookie cake. I, you know, you have some I, I, I cookies go in, in I here try before. to do something nice. You know, we love cookies, some donuts. Even we love donuts. We do be. Killing I thought donuts. a cake would be nice. I thought I could go in. We, you were you Can were you talking ta- about having the sweets the other Can day. You tell me the truth. Did you just want to get the cake so that you could get them to mess our name up on it? Was that the whole bit? Did you pay ten dollars for that cake just so they'd write "Happy"? Jo- I paid fourteen ninety eight for that cake. Happy Cam birthday, John. Is that the, was that the whole bit? Well, the, it was. I mean, yeah, the idea came after I had decided to get the cake. Uh-huh. I had already. Just, you can't write on donuts, you know. So I'm just going to get a cake instead. I thought cake would be something that everyone could enjoy, and it's you know it's a birthday thing. You eat the cake, and uh, and I didn't think it would be. I did not think. I did not think that there would not be that neither of you would want a piece. I thought about you with a spoon, and I thought he'll definitely want a piece of cake. Cam will eat a piece of cake, you know. It's fine if the whole I'll eat some cake. It's fine if the whole cake doesn't get eaten, you know. But it's I I thought you would want it. I thought both of you would want to just have have a little piece. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you said that fifteen times now. It was a nice gesture. It was a nice gesture. It's a thought. I don't like it at all, but it was if, a nice gesture. If you'd have spent more than three minutes thinking about it, you'd have said, eh, I've never really seen John and Cam too happy for cake, but it's fine. Well, what could I have done? <laughs> some cookies. Some English cookies would have been great. If you'd have brought in a box of chocolate chip cookies. A box of those cookies? Yeah, the cookies they have in the You deli. would have rather had that than a oh, homemade 100%. cake? Cam, what about you? Those women ma- like make cookies. these cakes, the chocolate they're, they're, They make they're the back cookies, there. too. Well, they say they do. I don't well, know if they actually do. But. Yeah, but the, those cookies are always kind of stale, aren't they? They're kind of chewy-like. And I like not, the chewy cookies. Uh, I guess I should have. I could have got the cookies. I don't, I don't know. I wanted to surprise. I wanted it to be fun. Again, 
Great thought. No, it's it not. A, no, no, you don't like it. The you happy don't. Cam Birthday John. That was good. That was a good one. Would you not want some of the cake that didn't have want, icing on any, it? I don't want any of the cake, honestly. That, that cake, <laughs> not, to, not, not to insult you further. It's a pretty good that cake. cake that <laughs> cake looks repulsive to me. It looks disgusting. <laughs> that that white cake looks so dry. and It's, it's pretty moist. I think the moisture is just from all the icing on it. Again, it's got three inches of, of icing all over it. If I had chosen, you giving that a six point eight actually offends me. What if I had chosen the chocolate cake? I'm, are you ever going to rate something under a six point five? Because that if not until I have ha- something I don't like, it feels hard for that to be a six point eight. You haven't even tried it. I can tell just from looking at it. I think it's better than Walmart. <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope so. Does Walmart, Walmart even have a deli section that they even pretend like they're? I don't think they stuff? make cakes in the deli. Yeah, they do have a yeah. They have food it's called a bakery. Fair enough, thank you. Hour two in the books. We'll kick off hour three of headlines. Kim, you got trivia questions ready for us? Yeah, I'm ready. I don't know if that sounds promising or not, <laughs> no, but we'll I'm play almost trivia. Done. All right. 